Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ready for a digital dive? You're listening to the GZ Chop Shop Podcast, the weekly tech and gaming media podcast that breaks down the latest news, lore, and more. So plug in, because the GZ Chop Shop starts now. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. I'm your host, Project Katachi, joined by my good friend and co-host, War Nurse. And as always, we have an amazing episode lined up for you guys this week. But before we get into this week's episode, I just want to let you guys know, if you haven't already, go check out our website, osntacmedia.com. On our website, you can find all the links to everything we do from our live streams to our store to catching up on every episode of your favorite podcast, the GZ Chop Shop podcast all in one place. And if you guys have ideas or suggestions for future episodes, you can make them right from our website. All you got to do is go to our website, click on the shows page, pick your favorite podcast, obviously GZ Chop Shop podcast. And at the very top of the page, you can submit all of your suggestions or thoughts on past episodes right there for us to check out and maybe play or make that a topic for a future episode. So make sure to visit our website and check out the store, thegzshop.com. Lots of amazing and exclusive merch to go grab yourself nice gifts, maybe something else you want to rock. We've got a lot of amazing designs. Definitely worth checking out, gzshop.com. Now, on a previous episode recently, we were talking about AI and how it was pretty much becoming an integral part of social media and our daily lives to the point we don't even notice anymore that some of us are using AI just on a day-to-day basis, let alone communicating with AI. We, you know, my experience with an AI chatbot, um, pretty much how it's affecting businesses and workplaces. And then uh, compliments to to one of our, our community, Sailor Lion, for putting this story in our Discord server about CNET. And basically, for anyone who doesn't know, um, CNET is one of the leading uh, tech news reporting companies. You know, they're no small fish. And they have joined pretty much all the tech companies now in layoffs. But what makes their so unique and why I wanted this to be a a conversation piece is everyone else, whether it's true, they at least were smart not to mention it. But what makes CNET's layoffs so unique is the mention of AI 
has been brought up. Now, CNET laid off about 50% of their workforce. Nobody God, was safe. Nobody that's was safe. So much. Yeah. Nobody was safe in this one. I mean, I think their former editor-in-chief, someone who had put in like 11 years, they even had, you know, people that, uh, you know, were there for like four years. They were in, they were in high positions, gone. And the fact that they had to say that, you know, what I'm about to tell you as, no, this wasn't the reason, tells me I think this was the reason. And a lot more people are becoming aware that this is a problem so much so that the, you know, CNET pretty much almost got called out about it. So a while back, CNET actually was called out about a uh, fact that about 77 articles they had written. Now this was probably like maybe 1% of their overall uh, article production, but about 77, that's still a big number of their articles were written by AI and nobody knew. Nobody knew. Um, so when they were called out about it, you know, they were saying this is their own AI. This is their own AI that they're that they're testing out. And we, you know, like we were talking about in past episodes, this is something that's becoming more popular and a lot of companies are, are testing out. They're either building their AIs or you're already using established AIs to do the work of people. And I don't think even we realize fully how far along that's come. Now, the company that called them out was a tech blog which is kind of funny that it was a tech company, tech you know, blog calling out another tech news company, uh, Futurism. And yeah, they basically said CNET had been quietly publishing articles written by AI without anyone noticing. In January, CNET said it was halting the use of the AI tech after finding more than a half of those stories contained factual errors or plagiarized sections. Now, the follow-up was... This is not long after, you know, uh, futurism calls them out. They have this massive layoff and people are going, okay, is this because you didn't shut down your AI and you're wanting to use your AI? Because now CNET comes along and says, according to them, the reorganization and layoffs, the site will narrow its coverage categories to five areas, consumer technology, home and wellness, energy, broadband, and personal finance. All things that are easy for an AI program to write articles about because it's general information that is just out there that the AI could research, pull together, and write articles about. And what... I feel is I, you know, I think that CNET saying, no, it's not because of AI. It's because we're cutting costs and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's bullshit. I honestly think that they cut workforce because if AI can do it, why not 
and and I'm not saying this to agree. I'm saying this, this was probably their thought process. Why not have AI do it if people up until this point did not even notice that it was written by an AI? You cut out half your workforce, then you just have the other half clean up whatever the AI gets wrong, and you don't have to pay the AI for heavy lifting. And then you have to pay that other half even less. What's going to be proof of this over time, over the next couple of years, is when they don't fill in those positions by even much less half. So with, with people. So some of the people laid off, uh, and this is from Variety, um, staffers laid off include CNET News Executive Editor Roger Chang, Culture Editor Leslie Katz, Senior Writers Queenie Wong, Aaron Carson, Laura Hatala, and Sean Keen. Editor at Large Ian Schur, Science Writer Monisha Ravasetti, and video producer slash host Claire Riley. Now that's a name a lot of people know. Um, and video producer Chase Evans. These these are big people from C- these are big people in CNET. And and they're saying that they're reorganizing, you know. And and, and <laughs> in 2020, Rednet Ventures acquired CNET Media Group in a 500 million deal with Paramount Global in addition to the flagship CNET site. So Um, what we have here is a company that as far as the public view can tell is not on, they're not on, they're not like under the public view in a bad light. No, we're not aware of anything bad that happened. Like with blizzard Activision and they, they, they reorganized and and laid off people and rehired people multiple times. Mm -hmm. And they're still struggling in that area. Mm -hmm. When, When usually when you hear about, stuff like this it's because of things that have happened in the workplace or the business did something and people had to be let go and they had to appease the public yep or they actually wanted to save money now cnet is not as again as far as we know under any financial trouble it's a it's mainly an online situation so having to worry about the kind of costs that you'd have to deal with, with a more public um, physical organization versus an online organization. It, it's not adding up there. <laughs> so it kind of comes back to what I said before over the next couple of years, when we watch as the amount of people that have been let go are not replaced, there's your answer. Yeah. And, and especially so if- quickly, Say, no, 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 that's not the reason. That's not the reason without any real reason besides the typical we are reorganizing. It's, you know, and, and, and the thing is, is as the years go by, it's not just the online communities and online businesses. It's fast food restaurants. It's retail. It's grocery stores. Everything is being replaced with AI automation and you're seeing less and less people. Hell, when's the last time you went to a, a supermarket and you went to the checkout line, even in the middle of the week at its busiest, and you saw more than half of the, of the checkout lines with a person there? They're, they're at least at 
at best half empty. They're never full. Yeah. And I, but the and one thing you do notice is the check, the self checkout lines increasing more. The amount of restaurants, mainly fast food, where there's less people and more automation, and it's starting to, it, it's already happening in in the bigger cities. But as testing improves and the systems improve, we're starting to see it spread out more and more, and it's on the news more and more and more. And it it comes back to something that futurists, scientists, and philosophers have talked about more recently over the past few years than ever. What are we going to do as a society? Not, not just individually, not just as a country, but as an entire planetary society when too many people in the world are replaced by automation. Because the argument for, well, everyone just needs to work harder to go to college and earn this or this or that becomes more and more futile, a, a more and more moot argument. At what point do we draw a line or do we come up with another way to support everyone while also allowing AI to continue to take over everything for the sake of the people on top saving money, making money, with less people involved to receive money by doing their jobs. And it's something that we are, I, I think a lot of people are noticing, but not enough people are speaking out about. It's becoming a serious issue. And it's, it's something that, you know, we've talked about in the last few episodes, I think uh, at, at least a couple of times that people hear this stuff and it sounds like a movie. It sounds almost like a conspiracy. It doesn't sound something like something that's real that could really happen, but we're watching it happen and we're doing nothing about it. Nobody's doing a single thing about it. We're watching it happen. And then at the very end, when it bites us all in the ass as, as a society, not just individually, everyone's going to blame each other instead of fixing the problem. It's an issue and we're not doing anything about it. When does, where, how do we balance technology and AI with humanity? Yeah, that's a very valid question. And, and I think the reason no one is doing anything is because a lot of people are in denial that it is a problem. You know, it's, it's comfort. And one of the things that we like to do as, well, in, in society in general, I think this is anywhere in the world. We go, well, that's not my problem. Yeah. That's not my concern. My life, as long as my life is good and okay, someone else will fix it. It'll be okay. And then once those people are no longer okay, then they want to do something about it. But it falls on deaf ears because you got two people who are like, dang, you know, sucks to be you, but my life is okay. Why should I upset my life for you? And then the people who go, I cried for help. You ignored me. Now you're here with me mm -hmm. and you're expecting my help. No, my my fear for our future as just as humans in society is when you take enough of our humanity and the human touch out of society and replace it by machines. 
we ourselves start losing that. I, 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 it kind of comes back to that. If you don't use it, you lose it kind of thing. Yeah. When you don't practice something over time, when you don't do something over time, over and over again, eventually you lose, you, you're not in touch with that anymore. I could not go back on a Navy ship right now after 12, 15 years and do most of that work yeah. without having to be at least retaught. Yeah. And I think the same thing goes for the human touch and human connection. The more of that we lose as a society and we allow it to be replaced by machines and be separated from each other on almost every level now, the harder it is going to be for us to get it back and the more it separates all of us. We have to find a way to allow these things to be interconnected without it actually hurting us like it's looking like it's starting to. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And like I said, that was the reason like when when I saw this article, I said, you know, it's it's funny that we literally had just talked about this a few episodes ago and within this it's been a hot topic lately. Yeah. Um, it's hard to avoid because so many stories are coming out lately regarding AI and what it's doing. And I, I don't think we're wrong for touching on it every time something new comes up because it's not that it's not like we're reaching for anything. We're not reaching for a concept or an idea that's not really there. We're, we're touching on things that are actually happening and trying to contemplate the repercussions of these things. And with CNET settling in with its fellow tech reporting media company or tech companies in general, even, you know, just when we say tech company, we don't mean just companies that invent, you know, technology. We're, we're talking digital media, you know, that, that, that bread and butter, blog, news, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, just this year alone already, we're only in March. And already we have 16, 16 companies that have, you know, done, done layoffs within these three months, starting from January, we had NBC news and MSNBC with, you know, 75 layoffs, Microsoft and alphabet, 10,000 and 12,000 layoffs, Fox media, 130, Spotify, 600 ad week, 14 Reddit, uh is in there but they haven't disclosed their numbers washington post had 20 dot dash meredith seven percent paypal two thousand disney seven thousand yahoo 20 percent of their force news corp uh 1250 showtime 120 and then cnet 50 percent sirius xm 475 and take two interactive have not disclosed and you know what's interesting about these uh, in the grand scheme of, of, of planet. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Very population as a whole. These don't seem like big numbers. Mm-hmm. But... When you look at each individual company, and, and we're talking numbers in the thousands per company, the amount of those people laid off that were huge key players that had been with the company for, at, at minimum, several years, some of them much longer, who, for better or worse, were impactful through that business and their craft. Again, for better or worse. Whether or not they're being replaced by AI, which in some of these cases, that seems to be the case. I think that's, yeah. Yeah. There is a change happening. Whether they're replaced with people or AI, there is a change happening. And what kind of era are we living in right now? An era where social media and digital media are kind of the source of news. It shouldn't be, but it is. And, And there's a lot of, you know... I think fear and concern and anxiety about what's real and what's not, what are we getting? What is even reliable anymore? Uh, do people even understand how to um, look at a, at a, at a source and under, like tell if it's reliable or not, or cross-reference things? Uh, it's a skill that people are losing, uh, not just here in, in our country, but worldwide. It's, it's a serious problem. So I think AI or not, that is a concern right there all on its own. And I know there will probably be people listening who go, well, you know, there's layoffs happening every day all you know, across the country that don't make the news. Why is this so important? I will. It's, it's well, a, uh, quite a few of these have had a few of these companies, these tech companies, especially Google and CNET. And Microsoft have had whistleblowers regarding their AI programs. And they were fired over their allegations and their worries about the AI programs. Mm -hmm. And these things are starting to appear more and more every day, more so this year now already. So, you know, it's not about fear mongering or, or being scared. It's about looking at a situation for what it is being logical and realistic with the information that we have and saying, maybe there is a problem here and we should address it. And even if you want to remove AI from the question and and let's just go into a, uh, conspiracy theory direction. Um, I always, you know, I like to say, this is just my personal conspiracy theory. Uh, with inflation being the way that it is, and, and I always have to wonder, I'm like, I don't know where these companies think people are going to have the money to buy their product if all of them are firing and laying people off <laughs> and these people don't have work. Like, wh- I don't understand the logic with this. You're laying off people in the thousands. Now you've got more people unemployed that have college degrees, several degrees. Nobody is safe. People that were running their respective figurative ships gone being and again people being laid off in in companies out besides microsoft's 
issues, of course, through Blizzard and Activision. But nothing, at least in the workplace, seems to have been the reason why. We're not seeing a toxic workplace uh, situation here with these layoffs. We're seeing the layoffs with, again, people who are impactful for better or worse. Yeah. I also feel that retirement is an issue. So AI is designed, its original purpose, I believe, was to be an assistance to mankind. Now I feel that those with too much influence and wanting too much money are looking for ways to pocket more money and they want to still produce the same amount of product, if not more for less to make more. Like I always, I've mentioned before that the rule in, in, in business is to <clears throat> make money while spending the least amount of money. That's how the rich stay rich and get richer. And they've found that solution. They've found that way. You know, they, AI, COVID, you know, opened up a lot of nasty doors. It opened up some good ones and it also opened up some nasty ones. It, it allowed these companies to see how we reacted when everything was shut down. And because a lot of these businesses could not open up and they could not force people into work, they legally could not force people into these factories. Some of them even tried to take other approaches. Well, we're going to fire. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, if you do that, you got to compensate them because it is literally unhealthy. That That's like you're telling them to march to death and nobody in today's society is going to do that for any dollar amount unless they're in the military. And <laughs> last we checked, all of those people are not in the military. So they're not going to just march to a factory. And it also revealed how unsafe a lot of these factories are, the terrible work conditions people had. People started realizing their worth and value. So in the same regard, the these chairmen, these you know, boards started to try to figure out a way to circumvent having to pay those same people retirement. Okay. How do we get out of having to pay this person for their years of of working in our cog machine for the rest of their lives. We don't want them set up. That's money we could have. That's always the name of the game. How do we bring us more money? How do we put more money in our pockets instead of yours? Okay, well, this is the retirement age. Because think about it. Why does retirement age constantly keep increasing? Everything gets more expensive, meaning you have to work longer, more years of your life. There was a time you could retire at 50. There was a time you could retire at 60. Now I think it's up to 75. It keeps increasing to match the typical life expectancy. They're hoping that by the time you can re- your retirement age, you're going to die. So they don't have to pay you shit. But people are also learning to live healthier. Once again, live a little longer. So they've got to think, here's an alternative. If it looks like you're not going to croak before you can walk out that door, we're going to lay you off. Now we don't have to pay you retirement. 
and you're so high up there in age, who's going to hire you when there's an AI that can do your job or the job of 10 of you? You know, the, the, the argument you're presenting would, wouldn't, wouldn't sound so, I guess, uh, possible had it not been for the fact that before I became a nurse, I had worked blue collar jobs and I worked in some warehouses. I'd worked, you know, you know, in some, some places that, uh, were, you know, required manual labor. And these are important jobs. We, we kind of look at them like they're not important, but they're very important. They're truly an, a, a necessity in our society to have jobs that require manual labor and the movement of things and the processing of things. And even 10 years ago, all the way up until I eventually became a nurse and, and went on and, and did different things with my life. It was very common, regardless of where I worked at or the environment I was in or the company I was with, it was very common for me to hear people talk about this and watch it with my own eyes. People who would get fired or laid off after X amount of years because they were maxed out on how much they would make and then they were immediately replaced by new people regardless of how much experience they might have, they might have, some of them had a lot of experience, but they would be paid at the very bare minimum. So your argument is sound. And it's kind of one of those things I, I feel like a lot of us can look at and see and, and we, we acknowledge, but we acknowledge silently, silently to ourselves. It's not something we all talk about. A lot of things in society, some of us, a lot of us don't really verbalize out loud. And I think it's because we don't want to believe that that's truly the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially. I mean, I, I know the old warehouse I used to work at, uh, a lot of stuff has been automated and that was just from about nine or 10 years ago. A lot of things have been automated. Yeah. Why pay a person their value, their wage when you can pay a non-living object to do it, you know, or I mean, in this case, when you don't have to pay a non-living object to do it, we're heading, I used to, I believe we're heading into that, that realm of Elysium. I've mentioned that movie before. And if you have not watched it, even if you are not into science fiction, I cannot stress watching that movie, even as a non-sci-fi enjoyer, leave the comfort zone and watch it and watch it for the message because more and more that is becoming our reality. When you take away the rich living in their tower in space and the, the, the middle class to lower class living, you know, still on, on earth, you take away the, 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 there was a middle class in that movie. There wasn't there. Everyone was poor. Everyone was straight up poor. You were either straight dirt, poor, you were straight dirt, poor or super rich. Or you were super rich and you sure the hell weren't there. Yeah. Um, you were one or the other. There was no middle. When you take away just the science fiction part of it and look at how society is, how the rich treated the poor and where, you know, where we were at, that is where I fear we are heading. 
Well, science fiction is the very thing over the past, you know, at, at least a couple hundred years when you, when you talk about uh, novels and, and then, you know, more recently movies, science fiction is the very thing that brought us to where we are now. It becomes reality eventually uh, because these are truly inventions before they're invented. They're thoughts and products ahead of their time. Yeah. So very, very scary stuff. Um, and now you see why, like, I, I wanted to talk about the CNET thing because I said this is just showing. You know, we always joke about it. We always talk about things we talk about on the show and coming full circle, coming and look at, you know, not even and usually I'm really ago. excited about a topic, but honestly, this just really made me depressed. It, it's, it's a depressing thing, but it's something that needs to be addressed. Like you said, we're too afraid to verbally openly address it like this is what social media platforms should be for to call this stuff out to go hey something doesn't look right we need to fix this and and people you know and possibly present solutions you say well how do you solve this learn all of these companies and follow the breadcrumbs back to who owns them if these companies are willing to treat People you possibly know like crap and don't take someone else's sudden bad news as, man, it sucks to be you. My life is still okay because they thought that a few days ago about someone else. And you are just literally one bad day away from being that exact person. And you definitely know you would want someone to give two shits about your bad day. This is the chance for us to help follow the breadcrumbs see how the who owns this business and if you can find an alternative go to a competitor stop supporting them because if they don't need their if they don't need their employees they don't need people and personnel anymore and they want to automate things and they want to cut costs and 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 save money they still want your money but they don't want to pay someone their value then you say you don't need my money. Well, that comes down to perspective too, because if you're, let's say you're supporting a company for their product, whatever that product is, knowingly supporting them, knowing that they're mostly made up of automation and AI now, minus the people running the, the, the said company, who are you supporting? Are you supporting the machines? Because you're no longer supporting the people doing the work. Yeah. So are you supporting the machines or are you just supporting the people in charge of the machines? That that's a whole that's a whole rabbit hole. Philosophical question yeah. on its own. I mean, I guess at a snapshot to to give some, you know, give everyone some thoughts to chew on, um, you would you could say you're supporting the people in running the company and indirectly to produce more machines over man, man labor. You're indirectly supporting the advancement of technology at the cost of man's downfall, which sucks because there's some technology out there that is essential, like life-saving technology. People, we want that. We need you know, that. you know, the matrix four got really bad reviews, but <laughs> like, in hindsight, 
kind of don't blame Neo at on some level. Are we any different than his character when he knew what he was doing by just staying in the machine and living in a false reality? Like in, in that sense, you know? Because he basically said, like, what's, you know, kind of like, what's the point? Because he, he was at the time only one man. He made a sacrifice and the world carried on. And we were right back. And and, and basically, uh, Neil Patrick's character basically said it. It was like, you, get, you, you put a hamster in their wheel and they're happy. Just give them their wheel. Basically, just, just keep us pacified. And we'll be happy. Tell, tell us it's for our own good. You know, in, in, that, in that sense, it's no different than the parent who gives their child something just to make them stop crying instead of fixing the problem. I don't know. I mean, again, these are rabbit holes we could go down and yeah. they're just conversations. They're not, you know, don't just take them with a grain of salt. Take them with don't, a grain of salt. Don't, you know, go and go sit in the corner and like <laughs> go down this dark abyss of thought. Like they're just thoughts. They're just conversation pieces. And they're, they're things to just, there's nothing wrong with acknowledging things for what they are, being aware of them and discussing them. Yeah. Yeah. But before we get into that deep rabbit hole, that's actually all the time we've got for this episode. But we would love to hear from you guys. What are your thoughts? Do you feel that everything is proceeding in a, a, a way that it needs to for our advancement? What are your thoughts on the positives? What are your thoughts on the negatives? You know, we would love to hear from both sides on this Um how do you guys feel about all the layoffs happening in the tech industry? Uh, if you guys remember from a previous episode, I mentioned that, you know, this was a bubble and it was eventually going to pop and we're definitely in the pop phase. It's pop and it's still spilling. <laughs> so I definitely would love to know what you guys think about it. So make sure to visit our website, osntacmedia.com and click on the show page. Let it, and you can submit your thoughts right there at the top of the Jeezy Chop Shop show page. But anyway, Thank you for spending some of your time with us. You guys have been amazing. Take care of yourself and each other, and we will catch all of you wonderful people next podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.